Yo guys, what is up? Welcome to the first podcast that we are making. And no, we do not have a name yet. All right, no name yet. We're still thinking of a name. It will come soon, hopefully episode two. And I'm here with my co-host, Alex the Giraffe Theakos. Alex Theakos. All right, guys. And we tried making a video. Dude, I'm, do I'm doing well. I'm doing well. How about you? You feeling a little sore after a little gym sesh earlier? I'm doing pretty well myself. <laughs> you feeling a little sore after that yeah, gym sesh? Yeah, it was. It was grueling, but we got through it. Oh, God, dude. And then we smacked on some food after. It was good, dude. It was good. All right. Um, We, we actually tried recording this podcast last week. Um, A little incident happened. Um, Maybe I'll post a clip of what happened up... We'll, we'll figure that part out in a little bit, but, um, yeah, so we're just going to talk about our thoughts on the preseason and we're just going to jump right into it. Um, is there any teams or players in particular that surprised you in the preseason? Um, obviously there are a lot of players. Uh, I think we, we definitely want to start out with Patrick Williams, uh, your boy, my boy, my boy, my boy. Um, for, uh, for the youngest guy in the NCAA draft, I feel like. He definitely is putting on a show uh, for how he's playing. It's not a spectacular, but it's it's pretty good. Yeah, dude, he's he's been performing. Um, he's definitely exceeded everyone's expectations so far. Um, especially like from the draft, no one was hyping this guy up, dude. Everyone was complaining. He didn't start a game in college. Um, he only averaged nine points a game. Like, shut up. All right. Literally, Zach Levine, I'm pretty sure, came off the bench in college. Our best player on the Bulls came off the bench in college. If you are not going to be open to the fact that he came off the bench and have trust in our new front office, then you just, like, aren't a true fan. I'm not going to say a true fan, but, like, you just don't want what's best for the team, and you don't trust our front office. Everyone was hyping AK up when we first got him, and then the first thing he does, everyone's already bashing him, dude. I mean, besides that, though, Patrick Williams... He's going to keep balling out. Hopefully, he starts over Otto Porter. Um, Billy Donovan was saying something about hopefully um, Patrick Williams starting and then Tomas Sadaransky and Otto Porter come off the bench. Um, his defense has been surprisingly well. His lateral quickness uh, especially has surprised me from college. Because that was like one of his, pretty sure his biggest flaws. He couldn't really keep up with guards. But like what I've seen, dude, he's able to stay with some fast guards. Like when he was on John Wall, dude, he was clamping him up a little bit, but... Proud of my boy. Gonna keep balling. He will. Uh, one player I was looking at, and we were talking about earlier today, was Emmanuel Quickly out of New York. Uh, <laughs> yesterday versus the Cavaliers, he dropped 22 points, one rebound, five assists. So uh, he's definitely a player to watch out of the second round. Dude, his floaters, from what I was seeing, a little bit of the Knicks game was low-key nasty. Um, I won't even lie. Um, he, he did surprise me though. They got him in the not second round, I want to say. Of course not, dude. My floater. Um, I'm pretty sure he was taken second round this year. Uh, no, first round, 25th pick. Um, sorry to check the Aspen for that. But, um, it was definitely a steal for the Knicks. I don't think anyone in the Knicks community was expecting this player to at least break out this, this fast in the season. Um, hopefully he keeps up during the regular season. Um, how's Obi Toppin doing for you? You liking him? You not liking him? Uh, who was that? I think you cut off for a second. Uh, Obi Toppin, what are your thoughts? 
Oh, OB Toppin. Yes. Uh, definitely someone with many question marks out of the draft. Uh, <laughs> one thing I like about him is his ability to get to the rim and like dunk super, super hard. He's a very yeah, dude, strong he's like player. But you are Fuck off. Who, who knows how he's so we'll, we'll see. Yeah, dude, he reminds me like a smaller Amari Stoudemire. Okay. I mean, he shot it decently, I'm pretty sure, in college. Um, I could check. But he, I'm pretty sure he shot it decently in college. Um, so I don't think it should be that bad the for him. The one thing I'm obviously... worried about is his, his ceiling and how much more he can develop as he's a 23-year-old. I'm pretty sure he's 23. He was one of the oldest players in the draft. Uh, so we'll see how much you can develop more coming out of college. Yeah. So if we see here, um, I mean, he took like three threes a game. He shot at 39% in college. Like wasn't bad, but like definitely an upgrade from his freshman year when he only shot not even one attempt per game. So at least he's getting them up. Um, I honestly didn't really watch the Knicks game enough to to see if he was shooting them well or not. Um, I'm pretty sure from what I saw, he was not shooting it that well. Um. But there's still time for him to develop and get it down. Um, the Knicks are definitely not in a rush at all. That's for sure. Um, but yeah, he, he's been decent, dude. Hopefully, Knicks get something to look forward to this year. I mean, also, um, I mean, just since we're talking about the Knicks, let's just get this out of the way. Kevin Knox, he's been he's been balling as well. Especially having a very off year last year with, I think it was like six points per game. He, he's definitely improving and looks better. Um, which is really good because, like, he was really good, like, the first year. And for him to make that kind of drop the second year is really scary. Um, but hopefully he bounces back this year, goes all well to Kevin Knox. And I'm pretty sure I got him in fantasy, so he better ball out or he's out of here. Let's talk about the Kevin uh, cross town from Kevin Knox. Kevin Durant. Kevin, <laughs> on how he's playing, how do you think he's playing? He's been balling, dude. Um, did I expect him to be balling this early? No, I thought he was gonna go like a slow start in the pre. I didn't think he was gonna play that much in the preseason. You know, just get warmed up. He's coming from an Achilles injury. Um, but he's definitely balling. He had like twenty five points or 25 something. Twenty five points, six rebounds, and two assists. And a boy, KD. I mean, I I'm glad to see KD balling again, dude. I think we all are. We all missed seeing. That Slenderman just tear people up on the court. Um, I mean, honestly, if he ever wants to one v one me for his Golden State ring, I definitely win. I'd take it. I'd sell it, and I'd buy his house off him after that. So, a lot of disrespect there, KD. Sorry. Continue. What about you? Uh, did you see the thing with Kyrie and like? He was going around the court. I don't know exactly what it was. You know, do you know what he was throwing up in the air? Um, I could look it up, dude. No. Kyrie had a little pregame routine. Uh, he had a little pregame routine where he threw sage, or he was burning sage around in this like Celtics arena, and then he's like asked about it, and he's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna try and do that." Oh, you know um. Yeah. Every, in our, every game, you know, he was just going around with Sage. You know, he said that he was going to try to do it every game, uh, clear the air, have just good energy, good vibes. I think he said like positive energy. 
Um, I mean, Kyrie just he needs to do what he needs to do to like stay happy. Um, the last thing I want to see is this man retiring early, you know, just for stuff going on and everything. So I really hope he like clears up mentally and everything just goes well for Kyrie. Um, yeah, I really think it will too. You think that James Harden trade is gonna go through with either the Nets or the Sixers? I swear, you got a you guy on your own. team. You, one wait, of the you, best you just in you the just completely you just and... completely cut out. You're gonna have to restart. Whatever you just said, run it back. Case with James Harden that he's uh, one of the best players in the league. Uh, mm -hmm. He's on a team that he people are getting mixed feelings from him. they don't know if he wants to be there if he wants to leave because he's going out to clubs during practice and missing practice and everything so i think the best option for houston is to try to trade him off i don't know what they're going to get for him uh because he is an off-court problem as we can tell so we'll see if they can get something for him but in harden's case i don't know where he'll go honestly yeah, um, I saw that the Sixers, they said they would throw in Simmons, but they're not really anywhere close to like where they want to be in trade talks. So I don't know if that's going to happen. I mean, if they could get Ben Simmons for James Harden and they could somehow get other stuff as well with Ben Simmons, that'd be a great package. Um, I just don't really see it happening. You know, it's Ben Simmons. Like, why would you give up on Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid this early? You know, um. Doc Rivers. I feel like this year they definitely have the the best amount of pieces around Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons with Seth Curry and Danny Green, especially just having shooters around both of them. Um, I think this can be like one of the years where they're gonna make a, a pretty good push if everything goes well. But I just don't think you break up that duo quite yet. You might just wait a little bit longer, maybe one year. Um, like if they get another early exit this year, I say you call quits on that duo, trade one, see what you can do. Yeah, I completely agree. Um, uh, um, dude. Um, so have you, you seen? You know, I have a topic. Uh, all right, all right. Tell me. Uh, one thing I wanted to talk about was the Boston Celtics. Uh, Celtics. They made it to the conference finals last year. Correct? Conference finals, correct. I'm pretty sure because I, I remember during uh, COVID, I was watching them play, and they've got a really special team uh, with Jason Tatum. Uh, I don't know if he is a star yet. I, I feel like oh, no, this he's year maybe he will become that key player. He he tried. I feel like last season in the Eastern Conference Finals, but he wasn't just at that point yet to take over a game. Obviously, he did flash uh, many different um, times that he would be good. But uh, what are your thoughts on him? Um, I don't think it's Jason Tatum's fault necessarily that they got an early exit. He was definitely ready. I think I would definitely call him a superstar right now. Um, um, I think the surrounding pieces around him just didn't perform as well. I feel like Jalen Brown especially didn't just perform as well as he could have, especially uh and Kemba Walker. Mm -hmm. Um, they both could have performed a little bit better, but I just don't think it was their year to win it anyways. You know, um, Miami did make that run in the playoffs. 
But I feel like even if they didn't see Miami in the finals and they saw the Buc or like in the Eastern Conference finals and they saw the Bucks, I still think they would have gotten beaten by the Bucks. I don't, I just don't think it was the Celtics year. Um, yeah. this year with Kemba getting hurt definitely doesn't help them out. They got Tristan Thompson, which I don't know if we're gonna start him over Daniel Tice, but I think they definitely need to get a better center than or better starting center than Daniel Tice to definitely make a championship run. Like he's he's good. I, I, I get it. I kind of like he, Tice, honestly. He's uh, yeah. He, but do you yeah. really see him? Def like he's gonna have to be defending Anthony Davis. Like you definitely need at least a better def. I I just think you need a better center in general. I feel like a, a subpar That's center. Could go I, I like him because he can shoot the three, and he's pretty pretty versatile on the court. But he definitely will have trouble playing defense against those better centers. Like like Brooke Lopez, he's a defensive player of the year candidate. That's the difference between like him and Daniel Tice. Like Brooke Lopez definitely can stretch the floor really well as well. And he's like a perfect fit around like besides Giannis. But it's just that extra I just think they need that extra strong they just need a better big man. I don't know. Um hopefully Tristan Thompson gets it done for them because I haven't seen him ball out in a while, honestly. Um, but hopefully balls to the walls um i think i think we should talk about the bulls really quick too. I, I really love marcus smart he's such a gritty player marcus yeah, smart talk with, about the bulls. yeah yeah all right so um all right wendell carter jr what are your thoughts on how he's been playing so far uh, i definitely saw a step up from uh last season uh he definitely showed a little more versatility and he showed that he's able to play better defense on these bigger centers. So that's one thing I definitely like about him. Uh, he's shooting a little better too, which is also good. So, yeah. Um, I mean, he's jacking up threes like it's me in church league. Um, and he's just breaking every single one. I mean, I, I don't really care that he's missing all of them. You, you got to remember I'm, preseason too. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, dude. I, I like that he's taking them, and I like how Billy Donovan's like, just because he's missing all of them doesn't mean we should already tell him to stop shooting them because if he starts finding his rhythm, dude, and he could just make, like, one or two a game and pick like throw a little pick and pop in there, it'll at least throw the defense off and it'll make it easier for us to get to the lane and score. Um, I mean, his mid-range has always been decent. His defense always been decent, at least, like, pretty good. Um, he's a little undersized, but I, I've actually been pretty surprised by his playmaking. They've been running him at the high post, um, and running some plays through him, which I like, and he's been definitely been more incorporated in the offense, which definitely makes him happy as well. And it, which just makes the whole chemistry better. And I, I think he's definitely going to play a lot better than what people are saying. He also right has a great midi, mid shot too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Lori Markinen. Um, his shots hasn't been hitting way too much as well, but he's been looking really damn aggressive. He's been playing pretty damn good. I'm very excited for what he does this year. Um, he's been putting the ball on the floor. He's just not a stretch four. Like, he's just not only a stretch four now. Like, he can actually drive. He can put the ball on the floor. He can penetrate. I think he is going to be a, a really good two, second or third scoring option behind either Zach and Kobe, or he's just going to be behind Zach, and then Kobe's the third. What are your thoughts on Lori? You know what I think I realized? I realized, I realized that he 
didn't really think he was that point anymore like he was in college. And after the first two years, he wasn't really putting up those threes like he used to. So he started developing other areas of his game that he can make better just so he can be more well-rounded. And that's what he did. And it's starting to show this preseason. I feel like he's always been able to do that, though. Um, I feel like he's always been able to drive. I feel like Jim Boylan, especially, only wanted to use him as a, like, a three-point shooter. And like when your shots aren't hitting as a three-point shooter and that's like all you're doing and you get in a slump, it's just going to make you look really bad in general. And then people are just going to point out your flaws because that's all he was having him do. And Markin likes to take those middies, dude. He likes to he could back down. He could just shoot him over. Like, he's a tall fucking dude. He's seven foot. Let the buddy ball, you know? And Boylan did not want him or yeah, Zach to true. take mid-ranges. They were, he was just not utilizing him well. Um, I'm giving Laurie the benefit of the doubt. Hopefully this year under Jim Boylan. Or not, thank God not Jim Boylan. Under Billy Donovan. Um, that he will be used better and hopefully they could get a contract extension going soon because I heard they're very far away apart from where they want to be and that makes me angry I do not want to pay buddy the max but I do not want to well I mean he's got to play buddy. better yeah yeah he definitely has to prove his money in uh restricted free agency if we don't pay yeah. him which I'm also fine with but if a team's gonna offer him a fucking shit ton of money I'm not gonna fucking pay for it I mean, I'm not paying for it, obviously, but like, I don't want the team to match an ins yeah. insane contract when we could have negotiated something in a way that would have made both sides happy. Which I mean, they're trying, but they just gotta try harder, dude. If I was in that front office, I'd be like, Lori, look, you want to win a championship or not? All right. Does it really matter if you need a few extra? Says, Get the hell out of here. Does it really matter if you need a few extra mil? <laughs> yeah, no, I think not. Let's go win a few rings. And then we'll get our paydays. Bing, bada, boom. And he'll be like, sir, I'm requesting a trade right now. Exactly. You got to prove before you get paid, right? <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. I mean, look at Hassan Whiteside, dude. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't ball any other years besides his contract years. For some reason, he's a bum. And then his contract year comes. And he's like, oh, shit, dude. I need my bag. He go gets the bag. And he balls out that year. Wonder why. Because he wants the bag. I don't like those kind of players, though. No, no. I mean, dude, I'm surprised James Harden turned down that uh, contract extension. It was like 50 mil a year. Surprised he turned that shit down, dude. Buddy loves going to the strip clubs. Who did? James Harden. Like earlier in the summer, he, he oh, could have yeah. had like 50 happy, mil. No, no, he's not happy for sure. But he could have, dude, he just wants to go to the strip club. And so... 50 mil a year that's endless strip club money that's true like where is he gonna get all these hunters for the clubs like exactly we actually nowhere. i'm pretty didn't they didn't the nba ban players from going to like clubs and strip clubs and shit for the season james harden definitely punching the air dude yeah i'm pretty sure from what i saw yeah it's because of him it's kind, now. it's kind of bogus all right um let, let the boys celebrate you now let the boys celebrate um have you seen do you know who Devin Vassell is he's on the Spurs I think he went to Purdue um not sure is he a rookie yeah he's a rookie um he was taking he was taking like mid first round like between in the tens somewhere I want to say um he's a lockdown perimeter defender and he's been balling dude he I think he's going to be really good in the league. He's 
I think he had like three or four. I think he's averaging like three or four steals in the preseason. Um, and then he, and then he had like 16 points last game, and he he's just been balling out, dude. He looks really good. Dribble pull ups. He's kind of reminds me of like a Duncan Robinson, but like a better shot creator. I'd say better defender, mm-hmm. a little faster. Um, I think he's gonna be really points, good. In the six rebounds, three assists, two steals. Real good stats. Yeah, dude, he's been balling. His last game. I mean, the Spurs probably won't be that good. Um, I actually really like Dejounte Murray on the Spurs. I think he's gonna have um. A... Honestly, the Spurs, are, the Spurs are gonna be a. They'll be a pretty good team. Not not too worried. Yeah, about that. no, no, I don't think they're gonna make the playoffs. So, there's just the, the West is just I way too stacked. The West is just so stacked, dude. I don't know. Yeah. Like, that's true. The West, dude, is just crazy. Um. All right, Danny Avdia. Like the Rosen, Rudy Gay. I don't know how he's going to play. Oh, Denny? Yeah. Yeah, right, let's talk about Denny a little bit. Do you, do you think the Bulls should have taken Denny? I mean, that's what I was hoping for on draft night, but we got Pat Will, and I was perfectly okay with him. But I was going to be perfectly okay with any player we got. So Yeah, um, that's true. But Denny, I would have liked uh, – I don't really know with marketing because we already have kind of a strike guy. So it would all depend on the future of marketing to see if I would have liked to get him. Uh, I think he could have played nice next to marketing. Honestly, I think I would have been fine with either. Uh, Denny, his first game, he went like perfect from the field. I'm pretty sure like eight for eight or something. And he had like 14, 15 points. He balled out his first game. Um, he looks really good. He's definitely like a point forward, I'd say more. I'd say you give him a few years and he's going to be really, really good. He's huge. He's like 6'9". He definitely play the point guard position, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, in the right system, right development, he's going to be really good. The Wizards are playing him at uh, the three, small the forward. Three, yeah, that's what I expect. Because they have Russell Westbrook, Bradley Veal, Rui, either da- Davis Bertans or Rui Hachimura, and then Thomas Bryant. Bryant, yeah, Thomas Bryant. Yeah, Thomas Bryant. Well, I'm Thomas pretty Bryant sure... off, is going off currently for 22 points. Oh, shit. I'm pretty sure last year he was statistically three. like the worst defensive center in the league. I mean, shout out Thomas Bryant. That's pretty impressive. I'm going to be honest. Oh, really? Yeah. 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 Uh, t- Wait, are the Wizards playing right now? Yep. Give me a score four update. Against the Pistons with two minutes left. How's Killian Hayes playing? 98. So of all the NBA? Uh, Killian Hayes? Yeah. He has 11 points, one rebound, two assists, two steals. I think Not he's going to be I think he's going to be really really um, good in a few years. Um He emulates his game after James Harden and he's just like a small like a small slick point guard. Who just runs the pick and roll very well? Um, he he's a very good passer, has great court vision. Give this kid a few years, dude, and he's gonna be a really good point guard in the NBA. And especially with D Rose mentoring uh, him, dude. What, come on now. What do you what do come you think now. about the uh, Bulls trying to get D Rose back in like a year? Do or they two? need him back? I mean, I think that would be. 
great for the city of Chicago. Great for the players. Um, and honestly, I think it needs to happen sooner than later. I know the Pistons said at, at the trade deadline they're going to ship off D-Rose, so maybe it's our calling, you know? As Chicago Bulls fans, we can only pray. I mean, AD, we were praying for it. Obviously, it didn't happen. Giannis, we were hoping somehow, some way. He signed his contract, so now we got to go for this, all right? And we need D-Rose because not only would he try to bring back the winning culture that we had when he was here at his best level, but he could also explain to the players the winning culture and show them the way. And I think it would be really good for especially Kobe White's development as a fast, shifty point guard. Kind of like how Derrick Rose was, very explosive, very shifty. Um, I think it would be very good for Kobe White to adjust to the point guard role with D Rose there. He would definitely show him how to do it the correct way. The Chicago Bulls way, baby. <clears throat> yeah. I really believe that Kobe White kind of has the same skill set as D Rose, as you said, very quick, get to the basket. Uh, very drive. shifty, very quick. Uh, he's very like, a, he, I'd say point shot too, so. he's a modern. Oh God, dude. I'm going to, uh, people are going to hate me for saying this. He's kind of like a modern D Rose in a sense. Except for he's just not posterizing everyone every single game, you know. He just doesn't have the hops. Um, he's yeah, just very that's, that's fast, true. very shifty. He have the hops, but he has else. that. He has Honestly, that. He might be just about as fast back. as Derrick Rose. Yeah, dude, he could be for sure. Um, probably Post not D Rose Prime, dude. Yeah, no, D Rose Prime, dude, was a fucking different yeah. breed. Um. Oh, God, dude, I miss D. Rose. It would be great if we get back into Chicago Bulls jersey and win a championship. Like, imagine, dude. That'd be oh amazing. My God. He'd be crying uh, for days if that happened. Yeah. Dude, you, I saw a clip of Anthony Edwards locking up Luka Doncic, and it was actually, like, pretty surprising. I, I think, and like, just from that flash that I saw of him guarding Luka Doncic, the one play, I could see him being, like, a really good defender in the league. He's he's small. He's really strong. He's a he's a big boy for being... I mean, he's small in the NBA, but, like, he's a big boy. He's muscular. And Luka's big as well. So, when he was guarding Luka, he the was holding his own weight. First pick of the draft. Yeah, he was game for Luka. I mean, no, you definitely can, dude. Um, And, yeah. Um, I saw a really interesting point um, that someone made about uh, just the draft in general, about how if we had March Madness, how different would the draft have been? We probably, there, there's a chance that we might have not gotten Patrick Williams as he probably would have been taken in the top three if he played in March Madness and balled. Really, you think so? Yeah, dude, because like a lot of... Wiseman? I mean... I mean, I don't know who would have fallen, but I'm just saying, like, there's March Madness is, like, the time where pe people rise and fall, like, in the draft because they really show, like, if they want to win, they'll go win, and, like, they can really show off. Like, dude, John Morant, like, but, when we we're like, oh, we don't know I, I about really John Morant. Like we'll see him when he gets to the tournament. When he got to the tournament, we're like, oh, shit, he's for real. He's NBA really good. Like, some players, like, let's say... But what I really feel about that is it's for the later round, later uh, round people, like the second round, late first round people to prove and try to move up to the top 15, I think, is that what March Madness is really for. And I, I guess think so. top 10, too, but... 
Let's say, let's say, let's say Obi Toppin just balled out in the tournament, right? Balled out. He like led the team to the championship and they lose in the championship. There's no way he's not getting taken higher than what he was taken at like nine. You know, he's definitely I gone. honestly still think he'd be like eight, maybe seven tops. He would have gone up. Nah, dude, you're telling me if let's say, um, like who, like who else? They like, don't, let's they don't say, really, the, the scouts don't really just look at the one tournament. They look at no, but they do though. Like they age, but, abilities. But everyone's also watching the tournament, and you you got to realize that's when like the pressure is most on, and that's when like you got to really show and really win, and that's how I think a lot of players. Like I remember. I'm pretty sure CJ McCollum, the reason why he flew up in the draft was because of March Madness and how he played. Like some some people just ball out in March Madness and it'll boost their draft stock. Um I didn't really watch college basketball back in the day, but I, I think that's what happens. Like dude, Jimmer Jimmer Fredette, didn't he ball out in the tournament? Like I know in college he always just fucking balled out, but like he balled out Did all he, of college, yeah. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. He balled out, like, all of college, and he's just a fucking beast. But there's also, like, some other players on the other hand, like I said, like, CJ McCollum, where I, from, like, what I heard from some YouTube video, um, the reason why he blew up is from um, March Madness. So I, I just think that it could have been nice to see with these upcoming college players. So we could just definitely foresee, like, see more, and we would have saw, like, these players go head-to-head, -head, you know? And we could have seen Pat Will lock up Anthony Edwards and then Pat Will go number one. You know? That's just how it could have went. But that's good for us because we were the ones who got him, right? Exactly. So all the other teams, take it. Um, let's, let's get into some season predictions. Um, as we'll, we'll try and keep this first podcast a little short because we're having a little technical issues. And we don't want this thing to crash again like last time, which would be a no bueno. Um, so season predictions. Who who do you have winning it all this year? Who who's your team to win it all? Uh I truly believe it's gonna be the I know people said this last year. It's gonna be the Bucks and the Lakers. Just because for the reasoning behind, behind the Lakers is because they basically have the same team back and better backups. Yeah, dude, no, they're insane now. I would say their and team is just like so much better team. now. Yeah, and for the Bucks, Giannis just, just signed that huge contract. They're going to expect a lot out of him. So if he doesn't bring him to the championship, a lot's going to be said about him. Yeah, for sure. Um, I think... Giannis really needs this year to somehow pull it out of his ass and win. Um, I think Drew Holiday was a great trade for the Bucks over Eric Bledsoe. Drew Holiday, very probably one of the most underrated players in the NBA, if not the most underrated player. His defense is insane. He's a shot creator. He could space the floor. He's a playmaker. He's just a perfect fit around Giannis. Um they also, uh, they still have Dante DiVincenzo, who balled out last year. Probably going to be the starting shooting guard. Um, he's going to be really good. Um, who else do they bring in? I, Bobby Portis has been balling out from what I saw. 
on the box. He's been he's been balling, dude. Especially off the bench. I think he was a great yeah, pickup for their I'm bench. Pretty unit. sure he started. He's been starting. Yeah. No. No. Brook Lopez is preseason. Yeah. No. Brook Lopez is gonna start for sure. But Bobby Porter has been balling out. Yeah. And then I think last year their bench unit honestly wasn't that good, but their bench unit this year is a lot better. With like I said, Bobby Portis. They're gonna have Pat Connaughton again. They have DJ Augustine. Um, I think they need a better backup power forward. Always oh, a great DJ, backup. D- DJ Wilson is just not it. He's just not good. And they, if they get a better backup power forward, that that would really finish out this roster. Um, but yeah. Uh, I, I also got the Bucks and Lakers the, in the finals. They have the pieces. They just gotta execute. Yeah, Bucks and Lakers finals. Like you said, Lakers are much better this year, bringing Dennis Schroeder, Montrezl Harold, Marcus All. Um, Wesley Matthews, I want to say they also brought in. Um, they're looking good. I think. You know, it's like now think about it. I think it's kind of weird how the Heath are kind of getting like district. Like no one like even mentioning the Heath after their run, which I can like see yeah, why because that, like insane run. I can see why, but like I I feel like the Heath are still just gonna make another deep run. Bam Adebayo is only gonna improve. Jimmy Butler's only gonna improve. Tyler Hero's only gonna improve. Duncan Robinson's only gonna improve. Kendrick Nunn's only gonna improve. Like they're a pretty young team. Exactly. Very- and. They also have KZ Akpala, who I'm pretty sure was balling as well. Um, Precious Achiwa, who's pretty good. And I, I think the Heat's going to make the playoffs for sure. And hopefully they make another deep run. Um, so, yeah, that, that's what we have in the finals. I'm, I I say we, we end this podcast with me. Um, Let me just read out to you my my uh, fantasy team. All right. Let, let me know how I did. All right. So with my first pick, um, I didn't get to choose my first two players. It was the, the draft was set for four o'clock. It was three fifty. I remember the draft was at four. At three fifty-five, I really had to take a shit, right? And I forgot about the draft, and I hopped on it like four ten. So it was a little rough. But um, if I could see. All right, so for, with, I'm pretty sure my top two players I got was Jason Tatum and Pascal Siakam. And then I got, I want to say, Chris Paul and then Malcolm Brogdon. And then I I went young here. The rest of my team's pretty young. I got James Wiseman um, at center. I got DeJounte Murray. I got Kevin Knox. I got Kobe White. I got Devin Vassell. I got Pat Williams. I got Isaac Okoro. And then I got Tristan Where'd Thompson. Where did you get Kobe White at? Uh, he was... I can check, dude. How do I... Uh, how do I check? League? Recent activity? Uh, come on. There has to be a way to see, right? Waiver order? No. If you click on the player, it shows their information. Uh yeah, I just can't see like where I wait. Oh, Kobe White, I took him. God damn, I can't even see. Oh, eighty second, I took him eighty second overall. Kobe White, steal, steal, steal. Patrick Should Williams, steal. Isaac Okoro, steal. Devin Vassell, steal. When all these guys <laughs> are M- in MVP contention this year. And I'm blowing out all my other fantasy opponents by a hundred points minimum. 
it's gonna be a great feeling um i really just yeah. thought like dude i don't really need that good of a center because i feel like if you're not gonna get like a Jokic or like a uh like a joel Embiid, you might as well just go for like a you try to just take a risk at a center i'd say you know because a lot of center they could get blocks like mm-hmm. you could i could have got like jared allen you know but like is he really gonna improve that much i don't know i feel like james wiseman just has that question mark you know he could either come in and average two points two rebounds sit on the bench and i'll cry myself to sleep or he's gonna come in 30 <laughs> points 35 rebounds 80 assists mvp you contention got, you gonna buy his sports card absolutely dude absolutely um when they drop in like february or something oh. um are you doing fantasy basketball uh no uh, not a lot of people like doing it just because you got to set the lineups every day. You don't but, really have uh, to do it every day, though. I hate yeah. I hate that argument about fantasy basketball. You have to set up the, the lineups. Every- Dude, just do it once a week. It takes five minutes. You really just go through and just... No, but then you got to be like... That's, that's fair. That's fair. You know, I just... I, like, what do I do it. is, like, I'm literally... Like, if I'm on the toilet, dude, I'm like, fuck it, dude. I'll fucking change my lineups. And it takes five minutes, and then I'm done for the week. <laughs> It just gets dangerous when you forget the one day that you're supposed to do it, and then you forget, and then next thing you know, your star player's on the bench, and you're fucked. But um, I, I'm not going to lose, dude. I honestly think I'm going to win it all. Um, if any NBA oh, teams oh. want to get me as a GM because of my drafting skills that they just saw, um, please hit my line. I'll, <laughs> I'll be sitting here. And yeah. Um, any, any closing statements, Mr. Giraffe? Uh, Patrick Williams, uh, MVP 2020. Rookie of the year, Rookie coach of the year, most improved player, all of them. He's winning everything <laughs> this year. Everything. Everything this year. Boys balling out. He's going to be, Kawhi's going to be the next Patrick Williams. That's what we're going to start saying. Yeah. That's Dude, Kawhi's kind of playing like Patrick Williams tonight. Oh, oh. all right. Yeah. All right, guys, um, I hope you guys enjoyed this first episode of the podcast with me and Alex the Giraffe, Theakos. And, yeah, um, if you guys like more of these, drop a like, drop a subscription, 